1: Welcome to this, uh, what is it, Wednesday? Welcome to Wednesday here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, a quick look behind the scenes here. In, in this business, it is either feast or famine. There are days where I sit uh, all the way up until broadcast time, scratching my head, saying, what the heck are we going to talk about for the next two and a half hours? Uh, and then, th- those are the, the famine days. And then on the days where there is a uh, plenty, like today, uh, I sit here scratching my head thinking, Where are we going to find time to fit all this in? My first dilemma today is that as I was walking into the studio, I came to learn uh, via a CNN reporter that Senator Mitt Romney has made it known, at least to this reporter, so we'll have to verify this one, but uh, but Manu Raju with uh, CNN, uh, he's all right. He's the guy that roams the halls of Congress, and he uh, cornered Senator Romney. They had a quick chat, and according to Manu, uh, Senator Mitt Romney has cast his vote in the presidential election, and it is not for the president. Interesting, uh, but not unprecedented. If you can think back to 2016, uh, we didn't know who uh, then uh, citizen Romney had voted for. We later, in the middle of an editorial board meeting here with the Deseret News, uh, he revealed that he had written in uh, a candidate, or he had written in a name. It might not be appropriate to call her a candidate, but he had written in uh, the name of his wife, Ann Romney. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to share that with you quickly and let you know that those are the types of stories that uh, compete for time here on the program. Uh, The real story, though... Uh, is why I have invited back into the studio Debbie Dejanovic. She has something fascinating to share. And honestly, it's a story inside a story. I want to peel back the curtain a little bit and share with listeners the process that can sometimes go into discovering stories and ultimately uh, finding some incredible data and uh, ultimately and potentially, in this case, uh, bringing about some change of policy, specifically in the Salt Lake City Police Department. What am I talking about, Debbie?
0: Hi, Lee. Uh, well, several listeners have been reaching out to me over the last few months and asking me, If what they're feeling is actually true, and if there was a way that I could find out, and that feeling was that it was taking longer and longer and longer for the Salt Lake City Police Department patrol officers to respond to calls for help. So I filed an open records request with the Salt Lake City Police Department a month ago, and it took a little while to get the data back, but we got it back. And sure enough, what those residents and my tipsters have been telling me, turns out they're right. Spoiler alert, overall, we compared last summer to this summer. Overall, the response times to your calls for help have doubled. Do- doubled. Last summer, 24 minutes on average across all the crime categories we looked at, 24 minutes. This summer, almost 50 minutes.
1: Incredible. You, you mentioned categories. W- w- what are the different categories? What do you mean?
0: We had them break it down by priorities: priority one, priority two, priority three. Priority one would be your life is on the line. Mm-hmm. Someone's broken into your home and they're, you know, got you in a chokehold, and somebody in family calls nine one one. Priority two would be things are bad. It's a domestic violence dispute. There's no weapon involved. It's bad, and it may escalate. It's a priority two call, and then priority three would be. There's a trespasser on my lawn, he's been here all day, he won't leave, I need an officer. Or a fender bender. So shall I look at those with you? Yeah, please. So priority one calls. Those are the most urgent. Those are the most urgent need for aid. Seconds matter. Seconds matter. In twenty nineteen it would take an officer ten minutes.
1: That that feels long, even though even though that's the base. That that feels like a long time.
0: So I compared it to other cities. Austin, Texas, 17, 7 minutes and 15 seconds, 7 minutes and 15 seconds. San Jose, a little over 9 minutes. Uh, San Francisco has got it down, 5 minutes and 46 seconds.
1: And those so, cities are comparable in size yeah. and concentration to well, San Francisco to is
0: likely bigger, uh, more populated. So they've somehow figured it out. Um, here in Salt Lake City, again, last summer it was 10-minute response time, which I too, I imagine life is on the line, right? This summer, 11 minutes and 30 seconds. So it's 90 seconds slower than last year.
1: You reached you reached out to the, the police department to get some explanations or, or just share with them what you have found and see if there's any uh, reason for these uh, for these times.
0: I did. Uh, we had them on the air this morning on the David Dijanovic show. And um, the deputy chief who joined us, uh, Lamar Ewell, was very clear. A 50-minute overall response time is unacceptable
2: yes I agree that 50 minutes is not acceptable
0: you then went on to ask
1: if uh, if, if there are actually days where there's less than a dozen uh, Patrol yeah. officers.
0: I had heard that. I had ever heard that that uh, perhaps some days there are less than a dozen officers uh, on patrol for the entire city. And here's what he said: It's really
2: hard for me to answer that. I'm I'm over the other side of the house. I'm not over patrol, so I'm over uh, the detective division administrative administrative side. But I I have heard that there are times when there may only be three or four officers on a shift. And when I look at your the numbers that you have here, you know 164 from last year to 179 officers this year, they can be a little, um, I think misleading, if that's a good word to use.
0: What he meant by that is there are 179 officers we found assigned to patrol the entire patrol unit. And some of those officers uh, may be out sick. I mean, they've had 80 officers either on quarantine or on leave over the last couple of months. They've also had 50 officers either retire, resign, or be asked to leave the force since April. And that's slowing down those other calls as well. For example, Priority 2 calls uh, have gone from, um, they've gone up to 21 minutes for response time. That is six minutes slower than last year. And then let's talk about those priority three calls where you're sitting in traffic and you're trying to get a, you know, you got a fender bender, you got go over the side of the road, or you got a trespasser who won't leave your home. You want somebody there. You want a police officer to respond. It's almost 45 minutes slower, uh, according to the response time data that we got. 45 minutes slower this past summer compared to last summer, Lee. An hour and sixteen minute response time on those types of calls.
1: Debbie, the the data is fascinating. It's intriguing. Uh, I am anxious to see if there are more nuanced explanations to come from the department, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, regardless of the explanation, it, it may be pra- It may be something having to do with logistics or practicality, or who knows. Uh, But whatever the explanation may be, uh, you know, certainly as we compare to other cities, as you've done, uh, these times are pretty high, even last year's. Uh, And we'll continue to follow it with you, Debbie.
0: And they also did a survey of residents, Lee, and the residents expect that response time to be five minutes for those Priority One calls. So they're way off base on that.
1: Hopefully they can get it together. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we are going to look south to Utah County. Yesterday, there were some uh, there were some interesting developments in the mask mandate situation in utah county yes you still have to yes you still have to wear a mask down there but under whose authority now we'll sort it out next on live mike i'm lee lonsberry and this is ksl news radio
2: i'm dave cawley investigative journalist and host of the podcast cold in october of 1985 a woman named Cherie warren left work at a busy salt lake city office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership she never made it home